Well, hello, everybody. Back again for week five college football breakdown for DraftKings. Hope everybody is doing great. Hopefully everybody won some Monday last weekend. Uh, last weekend was pretty good. Uh, the night slate did not pay off too well for me as uh, I was really big on USC, who barely squeaked by, as well as Oklahoma, who laid a complete egg in that game. Uh, so back at it. But the morning was good. Uh, I had a little bit more of a condensed player pool, which is what I'm going to try to stick to this week. Hopefully everybody um, enjoys that. So I'm not giving off 10 million plays here. Uh, I'm going to go through kind of again, like I did last week, uh, touching on all the games, touching us to some of the games that I'm looking at, uh, the reasoning why behind it. I'll give you my top stacks, top plays, um, and we'll get out of here. So without further ado, let's jump to it. Um Kind of going through slate overview here, what we're looking at. We have Kentucky at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Texas Tech at Kansas State. State, seven-and-a-half. Uh, Oklahoma's six-and-a-half favorite at TCU. Uh, Michigan's ten-and-a-half over Iowa. Purdue at Minnesota. Minnesota is 11-and-a-half-point favorites. Wisconsin at home is a minus seven over Illinois. We've got Battle of the Armed Forces, Navy at Air Force. Air Force is minus 14. Bama goes to Arkansas. They are a 17 and a half point favorite right now. Uh, Oklahoma State at Baylor. Baylor is a two and a half point favorite. Iowa State at Kansas. Iowa State's the favorite there by a field goal. Wake Forest at Florida State, six and a half point favorite to the Seminoles. Michigan State at Maryland. Maryland seven and a half, and then AM goes to Mississippi State, where State is a four-point favorite. Whew, a lot of games. Um, some of the things that stick out on the slate for me. Uh, first off, we've got a lot of really good matchups. Um, I looked at it, 11 teams on the slate have a top 50 passing offense in terms of yards. So let me stress that again. I know there was some uh back and forth in the comments section last week after the post. Uh, when I'm looking at statistics and I'm talking about rankings, I'm talking about the yards gained or yards given up on a defense. So I'm only aiming at that. I know DraftKings looks at it differently. They go off of points per position scored um, on that slate. So, for example, um, Air Force, for example, is the number one rushing offense, right? Um, I'm looking at that. I give them a one ranking. They rush for the most yards in college football, most yards per game. Um, when I'm looking at DraftKings, it may not reflect that, right? Because it's going up point score. Like Alabama, for instance, might be above them, but that's because the running back position, Jamari Gibbs, also catches the ball a ton, right? So is there a discrepancy there? So that's what I mean when I'm talking about statistics and what I'm looking at. It's purely from a yardage standpoint because that's what we can hang our hat on, moving the ball up and down the field. Really tough to predict touchdowns, really predict, tough to predict other stuff happening. But if a team's moving the ball or a team is not allowing the ball to be moved, that's something that's more concrete, in my opinion. Um, so looking at some of the glaring matchups here on the slate, uh, Texas Tech, third-ranked passing offense, Kansas State, 36th-ranked passing defense. Um, going down here, Oklahoma has the 34th-ranked passing offense and yardage. <laughs> TCU gives up 100, or they are the 107th ranked defense in terms of yards given up. So Oklahoma's passing offense here, major, major advantage you would look on paper. Um, 
continuing to go down here, some of the things that really stuck out when you break everything down. Uh, Alabama, the 33rd ranked passing offense in terms of yardage, and Arkansas is ranked 126. Not many teams be, uh, behind Arkansas in terms of yardage given up this year through the air. Uh, clear advantage, obviously, Alabama through the air there. Oklahoma State is ranked ninth in terms of passing yardage. Baylor, 71st yards given up. Um, what else we got here? Maryland, 23rd ranked passing yardage uh, this year. And Michigan State, 102 in terms of the ranking given up. So not an ideal scenario for Michigan State here. Um, on the rushing side of the ball, Old Miss has a, a pretty good advantage you would look at rushing offense. Um, let's see. Nothing really else glaring, in my opinion. Minnesota, second-ranked rushing offense uh, in terms of yardage right behind Air Force. Purdue has the 46th-ranked defense in that respect. So, you know, pretty good advantage there. Um, that's pretty much the most glaring. Florida State, 13th-ranked rushing offense versus Wake Forest is 68. Um, those are the biggest ones, guys. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. I think one of the other things that stood out on this slate, 15 teams have a top 50 rushing offense. So we got a lot of offense on this slate, guys. Um, in my opinion, you got to look and get some concrete points and look for guys that are going to get you into the upper echelon. I think we're going to have a very high-scoring week here in college DFS. Uh, just be prepared for that. You know, um, if your model or – Anything, you kind of how you play is a little bit more of that cash game mentality. You know, be careful this week. I think we're going to see some spike one, some spike scores. You could very well get some games that are really going to shoot out. So just be aware of that. And we'll get into that here in a second. Um, but first, I just wanted to talk about Red Zone DFS is brought to you by Manscaped. So Manscaped, they're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools Manscapes package, uh, the men's hygiene bundle, uh, joined over 6 million people worldwide who use Manscaped. 20% off through Red Zone DFS. You get free shipping worldwide with code ZONE20. So take a look at that. Uh, guys, obviously, I've used a million products. I'm sure you have as well. There's nothing that comes into comparison. This is by far the best if you're looking for a trimmer, if you're looking for a clipper, if you're looking for just trying to keep everything looking good and clean down there. Uh, you can use it on your chest, back, neck, whatever you want. Um, I use it for all those. I also use some of the, um, the gels and the sprays and everything else that they have. Uh, the wife appreciates it, I promise you. Um, but yeah, so get 20% off free shipping with the code zone20 at manscaped.com. It's 20% off free shipping manscaped.com with the code zone20. Cool. Let's rock and roll here and go through some of my favorite plays of the week, starting at quarterbacks uh, and the stacks. So I think if you have to look at it, I'm not going to start with him and I'm going to explain why. But Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma, is probably the best stack that I like. I like it because there's a very clear target, uh, concentrated target guy here with Marvin Mims to bring it back with on the receiving side. We talked about it a little bit already, you know, clear advantage in the Oklahoma passing game here. The other reason I like this as well is one Oklahoma, they got to bounce back, right? Like that was an embarrassment last Saturday. Uh, they need to get going here. 
I like this the matchup here with TCU because I think TCU can put it on them too. I think this could be a very high-scoring game, uh, a, a traditional Big 12 shootout, as you would uh, expect. So I think Dylan Gabriel at 9,300 and Marvin Mims at 8,500, they are expensive, but they're up top for a reason. I think it's probably the best clear stacking option up top if you're going to go that way. Moving down a little bit, Sam Hartman at 8,400. Obviously, we have to keep an eye on weather here, right? Um, with the Hurricane Ian going on in Florida, we don't know. I'm recording this here Wednesday afternoon. I don't know if uh, that game's going to get postponed. I don't know what's going to go on. However, if Wake Forest game goes on, I like Wake Forest. Another guy, Sam Hartman, he's just going to put up absolutely monster statistics. He took it to Clemson last week, like I predicted. They couldn't quite pull out the upset, which sucked, but... Um, it was a great game. Um, so one thing it showed me is Hamp Hartman is kind of matchup proof here. Uh, he is, if the weather's good, if the game environment's solid, doesn't matter who he's playing, this offense can score some points. Um, I also like it because he's got a few very clear receiving options in A.T. Perry, Donovan Green, and Jamal Banks, who, real quick, if this game plays, and again, the weather's fine, we're not having, you know, 50-mile-an-hour winds or something like that, I'm locking Jamal Banks probably into every lineup this week. He, uh, For me, he's kind of a lock-button situation. He went off last week, six catches, 141 yards, two touchdowns, ACC Conference Wide Receiver of the Week, and DraftKings dropped his price down to the bare minimum at 3K. So all disclosure, I think the majority of the industry and people who know what they're doing is going to do the same thing, but it's kind of a free square, guys. Uh, Jamal Banks, 3K. He plays, I'm playing him in every lineup. Uh, moving on down, I think Donovan Smith is interesting at 7,200 for Tech. Uh, again, guys, he just keeps scoring points. And I love the fact that he's got rushing upside as well. He's got Miles Price, who seemed to pull away from the pack in terms of targets, receiving as his favorite target. So Miles Price at 5,400 is the guy that I would pair him with. But you could also play Donovan Smith by himself and be uh, pretty okay, I think, at 7,200. Um, going down Talia Tagalo, I can't say that, uh, Taglavolia, <laughs> I'm messing it up, uh, 6,800 from Maryland. It looks like all systems go. He's healthy. He's ready to rock and roll this week. He said, uh, he feels great hundred percent. So I'm, I'm bringing him back into the player pool. I didn't like him last week versus Michigan for obvious reasons, but you know, Maryland, they have a very explosive solid offense. Um, I'm looking here just to kind of confirm. Yeah. Maryland's got the 23rd ranked passing offense in terms of yardage. Michigan state is ranked one Oh two. It's a 60 over under in this game, Maryland, seven and a half point favorites. Love this spot for them. You've got Rakeem Jarrett at receiver. Who's got the Q tag. So we need to pay attention to that as we get closer to game time. If he's going to play, if he doesn't, Jacob Copeland and Jason Jones at 4,900 and 5,000 are two very easy stacking options for him. Um, it's a very modest price stack here that you can pair with um, Dylan Gabriel or what we'll get to here in a second. Um, going down, another stack that I, I don't know if it's going to be sneaky or not, but I really like Spencer Sanders here for Oklahoma State. He's 6,500. He's got two options, in my opinion, that are very clear. Brennan Presley at 6,900. Braden Johnson at 4,300. Oklahoma State's in a really good position here. Uh, they are the ninth-ranked passing offense in terms of yardage, going against Baylor, who's 71 on defense. The other reason I like it is um, we, we've just seen through the numbers, right? Like we're far, far enough into the season. 
Baylor is not, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma State's not really a rushing offense here. They have the 66th ranked rushing offense and yardage in the country. Baylor's got the ninth best rushing defense. I don't think Mike Gundy's an idiot. I don't think he's going to try to just run between the tackles for four quarters. I think he's going to put it on his his, uh, veteran quarterback, Spencer Sanders, here. And we've seen upside. We've seen massive games from him. Um, I love the spot for Spencer Sanders at 6,500. He's my favorite pay down quarterback of the week. Um, So there's some guys here in the 6Ks. Tagalovo. I'm not even going to attempt. But you got Talia. You got Sanders in the 6Ks. You've got Donovan Smith, seven. Hartman, Gabriel up top. And then we go to kind of two other guys. Um, The reason I have them in this other category is Bryce Young at 9,900 and Jalen Daniels at 7K. First off, what Daniels is doing at Kansas is just awesome, right? Like Cinderella story, the dude has just brought the program back from the grave. Um, he is a dynamite player, uh, and he is electrifying. He's explosive. He is going to make a ton of my lineups this week at 7K, um, but he doesn't have very clear stack options, which is why I didn't include him in the above category. I think if you are going to pick him off as just a one-off player and not stack it, totally fine by me. Uh, it doesn't matter. I will be playing him. His price is reasonable. Like the dude is just a 30 point monster on DraftKings all year long. Um, I love it. So moving on to, I think Bryce Young's the best play on the day. Um, I can't include him on the stacking options because I don't know who to pair him with. Alabama plays about six different receivers. They have a tight end in the mix. Probably their best receiver is the running back, uh, Jameer Gibbs. So there's just what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of mouths to feed here. I think Saban is just playing all these guys, hoping one or two of them really separates from the pack. You know, um, I don't know who that's going to be, though. Each week it could be someone different. Um, Someone could have a great week of practice. They're going to get the benefit. It just is going to it's tough to pin your, um, you know, your lineups to like one or two guys. Right. Because it could just be it could just be flat wrong. If I'm stacking, I'd rather go to guys that I know is the clear cut um, alpha in the room, alpha receiver in the room. Uh, That's just how my mentality is. Now, I don't think you're wrong if you're going to play multiple Bryce Young lineups to just pick and choose. Right. Uh, You can go with Holden in one lineup. You could go in a different direction with another. You could go with Gibbs in another and pair him with Young. Like there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Or you could just say, you know what, I'm going to take the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. and I'm just going to plug them into every lineup and start there. And I'm just going to build. Uh, so I think that's just two different ways that I'm going to attack it. I'll probably have some Bryce Youngs just, again, naked right at the top. Start it from here. I'll build from here. And then I'll probably mix and match the few random guys. But in terms of like a clear cut best stacking option, um, he's just not on that list because it's hard to say who it's going to be. But Bryce Young, 9,900, one of my favorite plays in the week. Um, how could you not? He's facing an Arkansas defense uh, that's absolutely atrocious through the air. Who it's going to be, I don't know, but I think Bryce Young shreds these guys uh, on Saturday. Going on to running backs. So you got Mo Ibrahim, Minnesota, 9,500, safest floor on the slate always. Um, I'm not going to be playing that much of him this week. He's at a really high price tag for me. He's also facing um, Purdue's rushing defense, which is not terrible. Like they should apps, he should go over 100. He's probably going to score. He's going to get you. 18 to 20 points, but at 9,500, it's really tough to justify that he's going to like break the slate and hit value here. Um, He could, he very well could, but I also think he's going to be fairly low owned in my opinion. So 
I'm going to roll the dice here and go in different directions. The other reason I'm going to is I think there's some other guys here that could very easily get to 20, 25, 30 points at the running back position. And you could just play him for a discount, right? So let's get into some of those guys. Jameer Gibbs, Bama, we just talked about it a little bit. He could be the guy who's the top receiver on this slate, right? 8,000, he catches a ton of balls. Alabama's starting to find their stride. After the Texas game, they kind of regrouped and played a few cupcakes. Now they go into Razorback Stadium. Let's see what they got. I think Gibbs could be very much a part of this game plan. If he catches, you know, he gets eight to 10 targets here with some rushing. Man, Gibbs could have a really, really big day at 8K. Um, and again, that's a $1,500 discount from, from Mo. So I think you could go here very much. Eric Gray for Oklahoma at 7,600, I think is interesting. He had a really good game last week. It just wasn't quite enough uh, for Oklahoma's offense to, to take it down. Kansas State just shredded Oklahoma's defense. So, But he still had a really good game, Eric Gray. 7,600, very much in play. Chase Brown for Illinois. Yeah, I got a little bit of interest here. You know, Wisconsin, you think of Wisconsin, it's like, no way am I playing any running back versus these guys. Yeah. They're not as good as everyone thinks. Uh, I have no problem. Chase Brown, for me, it's more of a price play. If I'm going up into the sevens, I'm probably playing Eric Gray or Deuce Vaughn. That's just me. Um, I think those games can get up and go a little bit more. I think they both can be involved in the passing game a little bit more. So Chase Brown will probably be different, contrarian. Don't mind it, but I prefer Gray and Vaughn if I'm going into the sevens. Uh, just touched on Deuce Vaughn, player pool. The next one, one of my favorite guys in college football, may not play Zach Evans. Um, tough. If he plays, very much have interest uh, because Ole Miss, they are a rushing team. Don't like get it mixed up. I know you think of Lane Kiffin, high-flying balls, all this stuff, Matt Corral last year. They have the fourth-ranked rushing offense in the country. Uh, Kentucky's not bad, 33-ranked rushing defense, but something's got to give here, right? Um, I think Ole Miss – can pass, but this is not what they want to do. Kentucky's got a better passing defense than they do rushing defense. It's going to be an interesting game. If Zach Evans plays, I'm still a little bit hesitant here. And the reason it is uh, Quinshawn Judkins, uh, 5K Ole Miss. He's a true freshman, I believe. Not sure if that's accurate, but he's, he's young. Um, he has been dynamite for this team. He is already cutting into Evans' carries even when Evans was, was healthy. He got pretty much the full workload last week and absolutely dominated. This kid's going to be a part of the game plan in a massive way, one way or the other, with Evan uh, questionable. So Quinshawn Judkins, which I'll talk about, but uh, at 5K, he's one of my favorite plays on the slate, for sure. He's too cheap uh, in this matchup where I think Lane is going to find ways to get this kid the ball. So if Zach Evans plays, it. Eh, I don't know. I think it's pretty risky, to be honest, if he gets banged up. I don't know what the injury is either. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think if you're going to go there, I would rather take a healthy Blake Corum for Michigan at 6,500. Um, and, and what we think is going to be just a massive workload here. You know, I don't know if Edwards is going to come back and play for Michigan this week. It's another thing we got to keep an eye on. But again, the point being is I would rather, if I'm going to take a little bit of a, um, you know, a split backfield situation or a guy that's going to mix in Blake Corum, I think for the $400 discount, I prefer over Zach Evans this week. Um, Devin Achani or Achane, sorry, 6,400 for AM. The dude just keeps producing. AM doesn't really have anything in the passing game with Nia Smith out for the year. Um, 
they're they're going to win games through the ground and throwing the running backs pretty much. So Chain's going to have to carry this team uh, if they're going to win this game. Mississippi State, looking at it, they're pretty good, man. They you know they have a top fifty rushing defense. Uh, the crazy thing is, is forty fourth ranked pa- rushing. Sorry, 44th ranked rushing defense, 49th passing defense. State's tough, man. State is a good football team. But again, I don't think they have much else. So 6,400, I think, is a really solid price for him. He's going to get the bulk of touches in this offense. And, you know, he's obviously one of the most explosive players in college football. I think the guy's like on track to qualify for the Olympics. Uh, So the dude can fly. He only needs one touch to get loose uh, and it's over. So uh, like him at that price point. Uh, at 6,400, Jareel Brock, Iowa State, 5,400. I talked about him last week. I thought he was a great play, and he delivered big time. Um, we we bring it back here. Uh, they have let's see, uh, decent matchup. Kansas, 65th ranked rushing defense in the country. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's a bad play at all. They raise his price, but only 500 bucks. So Jareel Brock's on my list. You know, I talked about Maryland's passing game. I really think that, you know, this is a good spot for them. Uh, but we'll see, man. I, I do think I'm talking about Roman Hembry here. Uh, 5,300 is a good price for him, but I think the way to beat Michigan State is through the air. Um, so I don't really love him too much this week. One guy I do love, Keandre Miller for TCU at 5,200. Um, just looking at it, I mean, the matchup here is fantastic. Uh, they have the 21st ranked rushing offense TCU does, and they're going against Oklahoma, the 86th ranked rushing defense. We saw them last week get absolutely torched. Yeah. I, I, and again, a a game that I think could get up and go here in a big way. I think a lot of people are going to overlook Miller, uh, at 5,200. I I don't think you should. I think he's going to have a floor of 12 to 15 points and 20 to 25 point upside. At 5,200, I'll take that all day long. Um, so safe to say, like two of my favorite plays on the slate this week are Miller and Judkins right there at 5,200 and 5K. Allows you to get two big arms if you want. You could go one big arm, one mid-priced arm, go up at receiver. It allows you to do a lot of different things if you're not paying up for some of those big dog running backs. Um, you know, But you also have Corum, Achane, Achane. Miller, Judkins, like the, the price points are pretty fair this week, in my opinion. Um, I, I like the five and six Ks probably more than I do the seven K and up, you know. So that's just my take on the slate and strategy that I'm going to be building from. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to ride with a lot of guys in this five and six K running back range. Um, moving on to receivers, man, there's a lot of guys like always, like Marvin Mims, Oklahoma, Xavier Hutchinson, like <laughs> doesn't even matter who's playing. The guy just dominates. Guy gets so many targets. Guy gets so much volume. He's kind of matchup proof, in my opinion. Like, I don't know what the other team is supposed to do. Like, is Baylor just going to put three guys on him and just have, you know, or I'm sorry, um, Kansas just going to put two, three guys on him and just have the gigantic bracket and say, someone else beat us? Because that's the only way to stop Xavier Hutchinson in this offense. 7,800 is a lot, but the dude is just unbelievable. AT Perry at 7,200. Talked about that Wake Forest game a little bit. Presley at Oklahoma State. Um, Charlie Jones has a pretty tough matchup for Purdue, but 6400 is a really good price for a guy that has gone for 25-plus points every week so far. Um, 
Treshawn Holden for Alabama at 5,900. Again, it's a dice roll. It's a, a tournament-only play here, but if, he, it's, if it's his day, uh, watch out um, because, again, that Arkansas defense is absolutely atrocious in the passing game. Uh, one of the passing games I didn't mention, um, and it's just because I think there's some more explosive games out there, but I really like Kentucky in their passing offense. You've got Tavion Robinson at 5,800. Um who's a great option. You've also got Dane key at 57. So if you want to play some Will Levi's, like be my guest, man, he, he is one of the best college uh, quarterbacks out there. Just not a direction that I'm going to go in terms of full stacking this week. Uh, Darius Davis at 58 for TCU is very much in play. Um, let's see some of the teams that weren't included in stacks. I talked about miles price at 5,400. Ja'Cory Brooks is the other guy for Alabama at 5K. He's been getting more involved in the offense. He's a very interesting option if you want to throw him in a lineup or two or in one of those Bryce Young stacks. Ja'Cory Brooks could be the guy. Uh, let's see. we got our Maryland boys right there. Roman Wilson from Michigan at 4,400. Um, he's a dude in a very tough matchup versus Iowa. I could see being a really interesting play because he's a guy who's just an absolute burner and could take the top off. We know these games, Iowa wants to play in the smallest phone booth ever created. I think that could be a way for Michigan to loosen them up and get some points on the board. Um, so Roman Wilson at 4,400 will make a ton, you know, a lot of my lineups because I just think he could be an X factor in this one. Um, Braden Johnson for Oklahoma State at 4,300. Mentioned him. He may be one of the top plays on the slate, just price per dollar. Uh, or I'm sorry, price per point. He is in a really good spot here. 4,300 is too cheap. Malik Knowles for Kansas State's too cheap at 42. Uh, I bring back my favorite one for Florida State. Uh, 4,100 Ontario Wilson has big point upside. You've got Matt Landers at Arkansas at 3,200 if you want to bring back in that game. And then I talked about him. Mr. Lock button of the week. If this game plays, if the weather looks good, Jamal Banks at 3K is pretty much a lock button in my opinion. Um, he's just been rock solid. I think he's third on the team in catches yards, leads the team in touchdowns receiving like in this offense. How can I, I just don't see how you look past that and don't play it. I guess maybe if you're going to play five lineups, you sit him in one and hope that he completely busts. But again, at 3K, he's not killing you if he busts, right? So um, eight to 10 points, you're, you're loving life. He's hitting value there for you. If he goes for anything like he did last week, you know, 25 plus points um, and he's 80% owned and you don't have them, that's the problem. So uh, that's my kind of opinion on the slate, everyone. If you have any questions, fire them at me on Twitter. I'm at VinnyLevine29. Also, uh, feel free to drop me comments in YouTube uh, or send it in the podcast. Uh, last week, like I said, I was interacting with a few guys answering a bunch of questions, clarifying some things. So if you have any questions like that or want me to hit on anything in a little bit more detail, ping me on social media, ping me on YouTube. Good luck this week. It should be an awesome day of college football, and we will be back later in the week with some of our NFL stuff. Till then, later.